Hey y'all and welcome to the Underground Podcast. I'm your host Najava Salamba and today I have a special guest with me, a model of course. (laughs) Her name is Mimi. I don't want to say your last name wrong. No, go ahead. I'm going to let you introduce yourself. So let me just go ahead and let her introduce herself. Go ahead girl. Just like my whole you know, background, just my full name. Your name, <laughs> what you about, what you doing, let them know. Uh, my name is Mimi Owusu Ali, you guys, but also I cut my last name short as in O-Addo. That's my Instagram name as well, just to keep it short, you know, because my real last name is really long. Um, I'm Ghanaian. I'm from North New Jersey. I attend Winston-Salem State University. That's how I met Java. Okay. Um, we were both in African Student Union, but um, outside of school, I do, I do professionally I do professional modeling. Um, I am a freelance model. I do editorial and commercial print, which means you know magazine shoes, commercial advertisement, and yeah, I do it I all. Does it all like <laughs> let me tell y'all. I met Mimi. I literally met Mimi like my freshman year, I believe. It was my freshman mm-hmm. year, and like just from watching her from afar, like. She was just doing so many amazing things. At a young age, like, she was just a boss. Like, y'all, she's just a boss. Her (laughs) own clothing line, like, (laughs) modeling, like, back and forth. I remember every time I see her, she's always on guard. She's like, no, I just came back from Jersey. I literally, like, I just, I was just, like, working in New York and everything. You were in New York's Fashion Week, right? Yeah, I was in New York Fashion Week. No, 2019. 2019. And I was the first model. Mm Mm-hmm. And then you were also, recently, you were also in Vogue, right? Yes, man. <laughs> I'm telling y'all, sis, like, sis be everywhere. So, like, one thing, I just wanted to bring her on the show because I really feel like from afar, like, no matter where she has, like, gone or, like, anything else through this past four years, she's always stayed humble. Like, every time I see her, nothing is, like, shady or different or anything like that. She... <laughs> all the like praise and everything else and Mimi's like still like introverted my big motive I always go by is the humble never stumble I feel like the more humble you are the more bigger bigger blessings you receive and as a religious person as a a woman of God I feel like you know just because you know I'm I guess quote-unquote popular or I'm doing a lot of things that my judge my character should never judge you know like, exactly. I feel like it's always important to be nice to people, to care for people, mm-hmm. you know, to make sure you treat people amongst you the way you want to be treated. So as much as I, you know, do a lot of glamour and, you know, sassy stuff, like as in like modeling and stuff, because, you know, I feel like us models were known to be like, you know, sassy or just doing too much. But I feel like a child should never judge you, you know? Right. So. And, I, and I truly do believe that because sometimes it's like, you know, it's just like you know how Winston is. Like exactly. you, you see, the, you see, uh-huh. the, you just you you see the different types. Of, you just see different types of people. And for me, from afar, just watching you, girl, I just I'm so proud of you. Like you your accomplishments, your uh, I can't even say it right, but your accomplishments and everything else is just like you know keep going because oh you really inspired all of us. I'm not a model, but. Best <laughs> I'll be supporting <laughs> from afar. Thank you so much. <laughs> so I want to do like a little icebreaker just for everybody to kind of get to know you a little bit. So the first thing is, what is your biggest pet pet peeve? Mm. It's crazy because it actually relates to the last thing we talked about. My biggest pet peeve is somebody who's naturally mean. Not even that. It don't have to be naturally mm-hmm. mean. Some people are actually because I feel like you come into 
you come into this world not naturally mean. Like everybody has a organic, you know, loving spirit. But you, I can't really like. I don't know how to say it, but you're basically forcing yourself to be something that you don't have to be. Right. So I, my biggest pet peeve, I guess, will be like negative energy, um, a mean person, a stuck up person. Mm. It's just I don't like that. And that's the funny thing. It's just like when you're like internally, like your spirit is intact, you know, the bad, the good energy that comes around you, because I'm that person where it's just like, I can be around a lot of people, but I can feel energy, like the energy really off, especially at parties too. Like for me, I stopped going to Winston parties a little bit because it's just like you, you tend to see the different energies that you just don't want to be around. I've only been to one Winston party for four years. Really? Girl, let me tell you, I went to the gym jam, like, first semester of my senior year. I went with my friend, and literally, it sucked. It was in a DJR gym. Like, Oh, yeah, I did hear about that. I did, because it's usually at the barn, but it happened at DJR. Exactly, and I was just like, oh, my goodness gracious. Like, I was just like, no, this is not it. Like... (laughs) I was gonna celebrate it I was gonna go and celebrate like my last year with LDOC and stuff like that but Mm. Rona kind of said nah um okay so we're gonna bring it to another one um what do you highly recommend to most people you meet like what do you do you have any expectations or any standards when you meet somebody or Are we talking like just in general or like, you know, like in, in general, industry? in general, it can be in general and the way you take it. It can be in general or relationships, whatever. Like um, it's crazy because I don't set expectations towards nobody period. That's, that's how you get disappointed, you know, mm-hmm. but right. I, I definitely do respect. Like if I'm showing, you know, respect and niceness to you, I respect, I expect to receive that back. But like, mm-hmm. you know, if you can't force a person to do nothing. So if I don't get that energy back, then that'll be the last time I talk to that person. We'll have a communication you know, with that person, period. But, yeah, I don't expect much from nobody, for real, for real. Oh. I only expect much from myself, which people see as, like, you know, Mimi, you do, you, you're so hard on yourself. But even though I am hard on myself, I feel like it's so important to expect, you know, have a high expectation upon yourself because, you know, in order to do that, in order to become great, you have to, you know, be hard on yourself, period. So. Oh, of course. Um, okay, so this goes into the question that I w- previously is, what tells you the most about a person? like? um hmm, that's a great question um their actions definitely their actions because words don't mean nothing you know um I know based off my past (laughs) I was talking to this guy and before we like met up you know um we would always communicate via FaceTime messages and the vibe was always like genuine it was amazing like you know Mm -hmm. but (laughs) as <laughs> soon as you meet in person you just see many flaws and don't get me wrong we're all born with flaws flaws is okay but his flaws was like you know you was a fraud because you know you didn't match the energy through <sighs> you know through messages so that's why i feel like you know action is what it speaks the loudest you know in the room mm-hmm. words don't mean nothing okay i just gotta ask was he a winston nigga or a new york nigga <laughs> <laughs> I just gotta ask. I just gotta ask. You already gotta put his name out there, sis, but child. <laughs> <laughs> Next question. <laughs> okay. Alright. Okay, last question. 
Who do you believe is the best rapper of all times? Hmm. Of all time? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's crazy because our generation has just definitely changed compared to, like, back then. So I feel like music is not how music was back then. Okay. I'm a real cool so so to take it back to, you know, my oldness, I feel like um, I would say Tupac Biggie. I listen to a lot of, like, um, Bad Boys type of, you yes. know, music. Up North music, like, you know, we got Nas and Biggie and all of them. Like, I still listen to them. But I feel like to piggyback from our new, our now generation, um, my favorite rapper um, so far would be Dave East. Dave East, um, a lot of people would be feeling like Dave East is born, but I'm a lyrical listener, you know? So I'm big on lyrical rappers. So just like how I feel like North Carolina, North Carolina y'all love J. Cole because he's lyrical. He's a lyricist. Um, I feel like that's how we feel towards Dave East. So Dave East right now, J.I., A Boogie, um, Lil Baby's doing his thing. He's not up north rapper, but I really mess with Lil Baby for real, for real. You see, for um, me with Lil Baby, I'm like, I have my, like, I just can't, I don't get into popular rappers. Like, NBA Youngboy, you cannot let, mm. Oh, yeah. I feel you on that mm. for NBA Youngboy. Because NBA Youngboy, I feel like he make more drill music. You feel me? Like, yeah, like, I just, I can't get into his music. I can't get into Don't get me wrong. He's talented, though. Don't get me wrong. But that's just not, mm. you know, our yeah, but I definitely do feel you about the Tupac and Biggie because I, I'm a diehard Biggie Tupac fan. Like none is. of that East Coast West Coast stuff don't matter to me. Don't talk right. to me about that. But just going I agree. Like, how much yeah, they're, they're talented. Oh yeah, and how like they're just like how their lyrics are still relevant to this day. Exactly, because like, it, it's crazy because these Tupac lyrics, you know, compared to the injustice, um, corruption that we're going through right now. Right. So, they they they've been in tune. He been saying that since twenty five like twenty five years ago, and now we're re- repeating history again. So like rappers like that, it's like you know, uh, I, I don't know how I forgot about him, but Nipsey Hustle too. Nipsey oh, Hustle, that's exactly. <laughs> Nipsey uh, Hustle yes. is amazing. Like his defense mechanism speaks for itself. Like he's just amazing for real. Definitely. So that's a rapper that I definitely do admire for sure. Definitely. I definitely look up to Nipsey a lot. His wisdom, his interviews, like definitely that's me. I'm always listening to his videos and everything else. Just anything by Nipsey, I'm like definitely in tune. Like everything else is blocked. I'm just definitely by it. So that's why I definitely was a big hit when he uh, passed away. Rest in peace Mm -hmm. to him for real, for real. Yeah. Okay, girl. Well, now that y'all got to know Mimi a little bit, we're going to get right into this topic, okay? This topic um, is about ambitious. Um, I wanted to bring a couple other people about it, but I was able to get, get caught up with Mimi, and I really felt like this kind of resonated with you is because it's just like when you think about ambitious, I really thought about like how the Google definition had it. And also I kind of mixed it up in my own, I kind of shortened it. And I was like, think of like ambitious being a strong desire and determination to succeed. And um, one Jay-Z quote that really stood out to me was, no one is built like you, you design yourself. So (laughs) So I really feel like, you know, in this generation, it's just like more so of, I feel like we tend to lack um, a sense of patience and also creativity. Right, period. Have to always, I feel like for us, we always have to think outside of the box to get somewhere. But I feel like everybody's so in tuned with what everybody's doing that they're following that clout. 
but I didn't see, like for me all the time when I saw you I was like no like every time she breathes different <laughs> breathe so different like you breathe <laughs> so different your ambitious is so different because for me I know like people used to call like I think till this day like people call me a hustler like mm -hmm. I like to hustle anything you I are. anything I find I'm gonna go get it right you definitely could be hustling I can't stay still so right that's a good thing it's okay mm -hmm. so my first question is what pursued you into starting a modeling career like what led you into this <laughs> It's crazy because I'd be telling the same story like a hundred thousand times. But <laughs> <laughs> I, it's crazy because um I never wanted to be a model. Really? I told this to everybody. Yes, my okay. The old Mimi, not even the old Mimi, because I feel like I'm still that that Mimi. But um before any before anybody knew the Mimi that y'all all know now. Um, I was an athlete. I played point guard in basketball. I was a captain for volleyball. Ooh, I played center. <laughs> What's up? <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> then as soon as my uh, and my I always been extra so I just been an athlete who was into fashion that's it nothing I didn't care about modeling I just wasn't always I was never in front of the camera I was always behind the scene you know if people if people knew me on um in high school based off my um being athletic and based on my dressing so dressing never changes it's just you know modeling now so senior year um I'm gonna send you after this you know podcast but senior year I went all out I was still extra back then and I did come into America um entrance for my prom. So in North New Jersey, we have an entrance. I don't know if a lot of schools have this, but it's called a toast off. A toast off is like a showcase. Like since, you know, people, you, you, okay, so since you can't see everybody, you know, in person of how they prom dresses look like, you know, people, a lot of people don't have Instagram. So a toast off is basically like a red carpet, but it's in front of your school. So you, you pull up in front of your school with your car or whatever, you, you, and you show your dress to the whole city or whoever come out to the toast off. Like you could bring like the whole North out. It'd be like a thousand people there, like, or whatever. And so I wanted to show out for the toast off, knowing that's been a lot of people there. So I did like a coming to America theme. I had hired um, violin players, trumpet players, dancers, drummers, and they like led my car down. And I had like the whole block blocked and stuff. Like it was crazy. So not knowing, mind you, everything I do, I walk in purpose over popularity. So I did it from my heart. Like, you know, being extra is my passion. It's my art. It's my defense mechanism, whatever. So, you know, with me being me, I gained the exposure as in my video went viral and it hit the shade room. The shade room gave me big, uh, big, 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 big exposure. And with this exposure, it wasn't that exposure, like, as in, like, you know, any some people, like, at, I was in high school, so to receive um, a lot of exposure in high school you would think like a person like who's 18 at the time would be like oh like i got mad clout now nah, i took advantage as in this exposure gave game gave me opportunities and my first gig was with everlast boxing so i did my first um shoot which was a boxing shoot and i think it's on my page and i remember that, was my that. you look yeah. mom. that was <laughs> mom. that was my um first shoot my first page shoot so i'm like oh you know this is you know this is something i can make a career of like not only that like you know shooting is fun and i'm getting money from this like wow so i started taking it seriously instead of you know me um doing it for instagram and all these stuff like i was making their career because i realized people who wanted you know not all people but every time people ask me for advice like how like um, I want to become a model. I just make sure that I tell them, like, you know, make sure you take it seriously. Don't do it just for Instagram. Like, it's actually mad fun. It could be also, you know, devastating because with me being mad short, I'm, you know, it's very competitive. This industry is very competitive. Yeah. I'm dark skin. I'm sure, you know, most models are light skin and tall. So 
you just need to put God first and put your head in the game if you really want to take it seriously. So since all that's why I always encourage everybody to, to go to prom because you just never know. And I never and I always tell people as well, never limit yourself because if you limit yourself, you just don't know what could happen. So even though people know that I'm extra, I feel like extraness plays a long way. Look what happened. I made it to the shave room. I gained exposure. Exposure gave me opportunities. Opportunity gave me paid gigs. Paid gigs allowed me to take this career seriously. So here I am now a model. You see, and I feel like with that, it's just like, you know, for me, I'm still working on, like, Java. It's okay to be extra. It's okay to be extra with your creativity because sometimes some people can't go out, like, the way you do. Some people are good. And it's just like how I said it with the Jay-Z, like, quote, like, no one is ever designed like you. Period. Period. your own self. And you have to only one of you. Yes, only one of you. So it's more important for you to really kind of stand your ground and just go full out put all, right. put all cards in and you never know what could it could take you so definitely period. period so i would say what is your definition of success because a lot of people think success can be money wealth, wealth and everything what is your definition of success during this time like you being 22 that to me is being at peace knowing your worth Mm-hmm. being happy because I'm not going to lie I was one of those people who I got too caught up in my career like as much as I'd be hard on myself for valid reasons for good reasons you could also get called up for the wrong reasons as in like right. you start to want validation from people in the industry no if this is my art if this is my defense mechanism I should do it because I'm happy you know right and also, like not even with and like not even the success in my career like the success in you know academics and like you know sometimes I'm an A student, so sometimes I don't always get A's, but my success should still be like, you know, you're still trying, you know? So mm-hmm. allow me to accept that, and that makes me happy. Like, I feel like success really, you know, revolves around happiness and being at peace. That that money stuff and that, you know, be, being a spotlight, that's not success to me. It's just, you know, it's temporary happiness. And I have a tattoo, like, tattoo in my back. It's, it's, um, it's in Japanese. It's peace, love, and joy. And every time people see it, they be like, why didn't, why didn't you put peace, love, and happiness? Because I always say happiness is temporary. Enjoy it forever. So. Just like, in, yeah. just like, that, just like God in the Bible <laughs> says, internal, yeah. and you always put joy. Yeah. It's like, it's really weird now that you say that. Because all the time when you look in the Bible, they use the word joy. joy it's only happiness. happiness. Yes. Like, yes. Time because like, and then they put eternal and joy together. Mm-hmm. Because that's forever. Happy. Because that's forever. That's eternal. Okay, yeah, I just learned something from you today. Okay. <laughs> um, so, who is your biggest motivator? Um, you can name maybe number one, or even if you want to name your top five. I'm gonna name a top five. <laughs> number one, my t- number two. Well, my mother. No, I'm sorry. God always is first, period. God motivates me in every ways. Amen. Nobody knows I don't even show my emotions. I don't do the people. I feel like everybody know me on campus and outside of campus based off my lifestyle. But nobody knows about my personal life. But I was really depressed my senior year. But nobody knew that. But what kept me sane and content and just full of joy is God. I pray to him. I worship to him. Like, always kept him first. So he's my number one motivator. Number two, of course, my mother. Number three, my twin sister. And four and five, I will say celebrities, which will be um, Tiana Taylor, period. Not only because of fashion, but Tiana Taylor, 
Okay, and number five is Beyonce, but to go back to Tiana Taylor, I feel like between Tiana Taylor and Beyonce, there's not a lot of entertainers in the industry that take their art seriously. Like, they put their all. Like, that's why when I do my art, you know, those are people that actually, like, like look up to, like, yo, like, being extra is okay because you don't see a lot of people who put into their music videos or ideas or, you feel me? Because back yeah. then, I feel like you, you see a lot of those type of creative dope videos from Buster Rhymes and Missy Elliott. But nowadays, no, there's really not much entertainers. Like, no, no offense to no artists in the industry, but it's really, like, nobody really putting their passion creatively in their music. Like, they just put out music and that's it. But I feel like when it comes to Tiana Taylor and Beyonce, they put 100. You feel me? They put their all. They oh, make yeah. sure everybody knows their music is their art. So with this art, they're going to put out dope visuals. And I love that. So they definitely motivate me. They keep me, you know, wanting to continue to be extra. And yeah. Yeah. That's one thing I love about Tiana Taylor, especially the Bear With Me uh, music yes. yes. I think I've watched that about so many times. It is so unique the way. Yes. I remember so, 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 so. Like, I remember from Tiana 316. Taylor from 316. 316, like, yes. And that's how I knew I loved her because my girl, her family had money, but she didn't even ask for a car. She just asked for a bike. She just actually, is so dope, like, period. She's so dope, and she's worked so hard oh, to get artist. to where she's at right now. Yes, yeah, period. to where she's at right now. She's worked mm-hmm. so hard as an artist. And I've been to her, her, one of her, um, her concerts in New York 2014, and that's when she was heartbroken. Like, she just got a relationship, I think, with the basketball player. Then look how God, no, it was, I don't know if he was a basketball player, but it was somebody, but then God bless him with, you know, Iman. And she was crying because she was just like, God is so good because she just never seen herself falling in love again. And it's just like, Sis went through a lot, for real. With her record label and everything. And And I think it's just like, you know, uh, like, even with Beyonce, too, I give credit to Beyonce. I watch her documentaries all the time when I feel sad. Yes, because her documentary will inspire you, honey. Her documentary, like, Life is But a Dream. I think I'm about to watch that even after we... I'll probably watch that that tonight, too. (laughs) Because, like, I love Homecoming, but, like, Life is but a dream that just kind of motivates you to just yes. just be like, you know what? I'm gonna just suck this up and do it and go after it. it. Here we because is. Beyonce, she's that's one person that I know that's like resilient. Like she's Here very is. much so like, you know, I'm gonna be able to show you through my art and not just through my personal life. I Here really is. feel like Exactly. Yeah, I feel like when she said, you know, a lot of people are brainwashed by the day-to-day lives that people are living, that really yeah. spoke volumes to me and also mm-hmm. spoke to me, you know, like, you know, sometimes a lot of things is not your business. It's not anybody's exactly. business, but Instagram exactly. makes it known. Exactly. Because if you don't get a certain amount of lives, you feel like, oh, you know, this is not, yeah. this is not, but no, you gotta do, that's why I always say walk in purpose over popularity. Make mm-hmm. sure this is your passion, your art. Do not try to seek validation from anybody else, period. Girl, this this podcast might be named Purpose over ambitious <laughs> because we just really talking about purpose because no, but for I, real. I really do like understand that feeling of knowing that that it's just so important to have purpose in life. Mm-hmm. So- because sometimes we do get caught up like, yo, I know I'm dope. Like I should get more recognition, um, you know, recognition, but if you have, if you know your worth, why do you have to get validation from anybody else, you know? Exactly. There's no point in that. I remember there was a point in time where it was just like, I think it was, um, I think towards the end, either the beginning or, yeah, towards senior year. I can't pinpoint it, but it was around first, second semester. I remember I started, like, actually having anxiety of posting, like, 
posting pictures, posting myself, being seen. Like, you know, I just did not like it. I just was like, no, like Mm -hmm. any pictures from homecoming, they weren't posted. (laughs) I had pictures in my album that weren't posted from homecoming because it was like, I just did not want to post. Like, it just gave me that, like, anxiety. I don't anxiety. know. Because you want to make sure all your posts, all your content is valid. Like, mm-hmm. And it just really got into, and I'm getting out of that more where it's like, you know, when I get to a point where I want to start posting regularly with my content and really start getting out there. But first, I really have to validate myself first. Like, before exactly. I go out in the world. So, definitely. Exactly. Period. Mm-hmm. So I would say also within my next question is what advice would you give for upcoming generation who are striving to be in the position that you are in now? Cause Mimi, <laughs> let me tell you, you a model, you a model, you a true model. I'm not trying to throw <laughs> no shade to no model out there, but I'm saying that you are a true model. The reason why I say that is because, you know, I think lately I've been, I think during this quarantine, I've been seeing different people trying to be Instagram models and everything else. Mm-hmm. But one thing I see in you is authenticness. The Like your pictures come out as original, like, and you right. showcase that and you thank people that, and that's one thing I love. So I want you to lay on these people, lay it on mm-hmm. their heads, bless them <laughs> real quick because they need your <laughs> blessing. They need um, it. Like I always say before, um, just take it seriously, but in order to take it seriously, you need to put God first. You need to get yourself right, honey. Like, you just can't say, oh, I want to be a model. And you just caring about Instagram posts. Like, it's Instagram posts that get you paid, you know? Like, do things, like, actually do castings. In order to do castings, you have to build a portfolio. But, you know, obviously, like, I, I always tell people, like, at least to start off with your headshot. Because to build a portfolio, you have to have, besides your headshot, you got to have your three, four, your full body, your, um, yeah, editorial prints. And obviously, I can have editorial prints, which is magazine shoots if you haven't done no gigs. So just to start off with the basics, just make sure you have a headshot and find any casting call, period. But especially when a lot of the young women, they ask me um, about how to be a model down south. But since I feel like there's, up, there's more um, opportunities up north, I always tell them at least to start off with a local fashion show because you may feel like this local fashion show is small, but there's always somebody that's known in the fashion industry that attends small fashion shows. You just never know who's watching you. Just how I thought, you know, I didn't think this whole this whole world be watching me based on my prom interest. I did it for me. If you do it for you at the small at the small fashion show, you will like God knows the motive of your heart, you know. So He will bless you. You just never know. So I always tell a lot of um beautiful beautiful females that you know just make sure you put God first. Have confidence. Start off at anywhere local, like a fashion show. If you can't attend a fashion show, find casting calls. You be you will be told many no's, but that's okay because you know God will bless you at the end. Like a lot of people think I'm so lucky. I'm not lucky. I'm blessed. When I say I'm blessed, it's because I go through a lot of no's. Nobody knows that because I strive. I stay optimistic. I go to casting calls after casting calls after casting calls. And then what y'all see me post, y'all think like, yeah, man, they had me really doing a lot. Like, you know, Vogue and Oprah Magazine, all the stuff. But I went through a lot, but nobody knows that. All, all people know is that, I, you know, I always thank God in my post and I just post it. But behind the scenes, like, nothing is always, you know, the grass is never always green in my side, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm saying like, oh, just because I don't post it that I'm, you know, living a fraud life. Like, not everything needs to be posted, but just know with modeling, there's a lot of trials and tribulations. Like, there's a lot of ups and downs. 
So just make sure you put God first because you will find yourself losing yourself, especially as a dark-skinned woman, especially as a black woman, period. It's a lot of, you know, Caucasian people in the industry that get chosen in more bookings, but you just got to know your worth and keep on going. So I just tell many females that who want to take, you know, modeling seriously. And yeah, you as far as training class, uh, ebook <laughs> training class, I don't know what you're going to do, but you definitely need one so you can, you know, motivate and teach these uh, women out here because I really feel like you'd be a big influence to them. A really good influence. Thank you so much. Thank you're you. welcome. Um, okay. So we got to talk about the haters. Like, <laughs> I don't see no reason why you should have haters, but you know, yeah. we have those people in this world. So Tell me how you deal with them. Tell me if you got them. Tell you don't even gotta throw their names out there. <laughs> We're not gonna put them. It's out crazy there. because I know I'm not perfect. I know as many as as people always say that I'm as love. I don't know that you know. I mean, I I see it, but I don't know what happens behind my back. So as of right now, I don't know who hit on me, but I'm pretty sure you know I'm human. Be I have, I I know I have to have some haters, but. I always stay positive because I don't concentrate on that. But if I do have some haters, which I'm sure I do because I'm human, everybody has somebody don't that don't like them. I don't, I don't, I just pray for them for real, for real. I always pray for everybody because I know if I stay organic and I stay as a woman of God, God handles them at the end, you know. I guess I could put my um, exes in the hater category because I feel like, you know how when you break with somebody, there's always like bad vibes. Mm-hmm. And I I don't know, but it's definitely been bad vibes with people, whoever I talk to, and we stop talking. But on my end, I always make sure I pray for them because it's always still nothing but love on my side. We don't have to talk, but I don't. I'm just not that envious person to hold grudges. Right. So, yeah, girl. But besides that, I don't know who be hating on me, but whoever do, God bless you. I don't know. <laughs> it don't. It don't faze me. But it's crazy because um, actually, the first hate I actually got though that I seen and I heard with myself was when I made it to the shade room, actually. Because, you know, the shade room was not only, you know, it's it's the whole world. Right. So when they posted my prom, it was people saying, this girl's so stupid. She paid all that money before going to college. What she paid was college tuition. Her parents must be stupid. They were saying, because I had, like, a long train, and I had, like, um rhinestones or, like, gems, like, um with my, with my initials on the back of my train. Like, it was crystals, like, real crystals. And it was like, that train looks like Aladdin. They was just doing a lot. Like, I just never received, like, bashful comments. Like, people was calling me stupid and deranged for spending that much money and just doing too much for a quote-unquote kitty prom. But this is high school, you know. What I, what, what I do with my art is what I do with my art. So right. that, was, that was the first mean thing I seen myself. Because anything else, like, if anybody's hating on me, I haven't heard it or seen it myself, you know. But that was the first bashful things I seen. And it prepared me. That's why, like, the shade room, everybody was happy for me, but I was so sad. But definitely prepared me because I never received bashful comments I seen myself. But you know, allows you to grow and yeah, I just brush it off later on. I know for me, it's just like I, I hate her. I don't know. For me, it's just like haters, they, I never see them. Right, period. And I think that's God's like, I really feel like God protects me from haters because like yeah. I never really see them. Like it's just like literally either I don't pay attention to them or literally like when you're in a space of like positivity and around good people, you don't think about stuff like that. Yeah. You're not really thinking about that. It's just like, it's really like a brush off of your shoulder. Like, okay. But sometimes them them real good haters, they want to really kind of come at you. Right. Right. Exactly. 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 
So how has important relationships cultivated you or impacted you this far in your modeling career? Because, you know, I would say, for example, like, um, I really kind of rendered this question from like Kobe when he was like in the beginning of his career, he really his relationships were not as good because he was so focused on his career. So his career was really his life. And then after he retired, that's when he started like kind of going back and patching those relationships, mm-hmm. especially with his wife, his kids, the times that he missed and everything else he was patching up. So in this time now that you're in, like you're really in your prime, how would you describe your relationships? Like how are you balancing that out? Um, I know it definitely was hard in the beginning because you know how you were saying earlier, like when you see me from fresh, from freshman year to junior year, I was always in the out New York jersey. I come on campus late. Um, you know, I come the I literally will get on the plane or train back to North Carolina. You know, tired as heck in class, and when you see me, I'm just I'm just on, I'm just on the go. Period. So I feel like it affected my tiredness, which you know, if I'm tired, I don't have enough energy to communicate with my best friends and family and stuff. So. That affected it because, you know, I'm trying to balance school and my career. But I feel like senior year definitely humbled me because senior year with this whole COVID situation, we had to stay quarantined. So I was able to cater to, like, you know, most of my close friends. And I even got closer with this girl named Destiny. Like, that's my girl right there. Like, we're so, so close. Like, I feel like, and besides the COVID situation, like, you know, this since this was my senior year, I barely, I barely did gigs because I'm like, I want to graduate on time. I want to get out of Winston and, you know, I could focus on modeling right after I graduate. Girl, I remember we had that conversation in the library. Girl. Yeah, so I was telling you, so I'm just like, yeah, you know, this year, this year you're going to see me more because I'm really going to focus on my academics. So with me focusing only on my academics, I allow myself to even meet new people. So I met her and we got so close. Like Destiny has been through me with, my breakups and it's just been a lot but you know blending down your guard you know after like you focusing on your academic you just realize a lot of stuff that you didn't realize I realized I wasn't even as active on campus as I was senior year you know senior year I became Miss CMC um you know um becoming the a third year fashion designer for Winston-Salem um fast isn't uh, yeah, for Winston-Salem new design showcase for the spring more unfortunately you know that got canceled for Ramfest so sad because i i had so many <sighs> i thought you had wanted to do the uh for the uh ram choice awards right remember and oh yeah you need to tell the people how you were gonna help me too i was trying to do something yes like we me and like um y'all like i'm in a um a, a dance another dance organization as well and we were gonna also like be a part of Mimi's show like that week itself was gonna be so crazy because we literally were gonna perform Monday and then perform at your show on Wednesday and then we had a Ram choice on Thursday so it was like that week was gonna be I was ready I was ready I I was gonna be stressed but I was ready for it but then I was ready. COVID just Java was doing about to do her thing, y'all. Like Java is an amazing dancer. I'm like every time I think about dancers, I think about her immediately. So she's gonna be a part of my fashion show. But my fashion show, I don't like to make it just have a fashion show. Y'all know I'm extra. So Java was gonna be a part of this, you know, art with her amazing dancers and you know COVID ruining it, but it's okay because everything's a part of God's plan. And I know we have many blessings in the future, so. Definitely. And I feel like, you know, there's always going to be a comeback. I mean, WSSU homecoming is canceled, but you know, the comeback is going to be real. Okay. The comeback, the comeback, the first homecoming, 
Period. Twenty twenty one. Twenty twenty one. I'm there. Like, yeah. I'm, well, I'm gonna be what twenty four. You're twenty four. I'm gonna be what twenty. Yeah, I'm gonna be twenty three. Twenty four. Twenty three. Twenty. Yeah, twenty three. Twenty four. I'll be around. Oh, there. how old are you now? I'm twenty two. On your birthday. February twentieth. So I'll probably be. You're gonna be twenty three. Yeah, I'm gonna be 23. Yeah, so. my birthday's always doing homecoming, so I was like, you know, I'm turning 23 this year, so I didn't have no birthday plans. I'm like, you know, I'm gonna be there for homecoming, but now it's like, it's a dub. Mm-hmm. It's okay though. Yeah. So okay, so we talked about relationships with other people. We gotta talk about relationships with men, know, <laughs> because you know, men play a little area in our life where they can be either distraction about a. a uh, a balance or they can just really be trashed like they just Period. like literally they're just there <laughs> they don't they don't they can't stick but they're just there like no but for real, for real. So tell me about first of all what's your status <laughs> i'm definitely single in this focus on myself and god <laughs> okay so tell me from previous relationships to now how has that even like cultivated you like from balancing what what would you be able to tell yourself now from like boys that you have dealt with now and my standards definitely go up my standards be going up every every year based off experiences which is a blessing because I never I I know never to settle again right um it definitely every experience I have with somebody it grows me as a person I know my recent um situationship has impacted me a lot you know, I went through a bad, 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 you know, depressing phase. But that's a long story. But what matters is how God allowed me to get out of that and just grow closer to him because you tend to lose yourself when things don't go your way, you know? So right. I feel like even though us girls, we be complaining about heartbreaks, you know, heartbreaks are there for a reason. So we could get in tune with ourselves and, you know, get back, you know, being focused and actually doing things you, you was been supposed to do. Since that whole, you know, situation, I grew close to God. I've been reading more. I've been meditating. Things I've been, you know, half vegan, like eating half vegan food. And sometimes really? I look like, yes, girl, because I was telling myself, like, I don't feel good me- mentally. You know, I'm not in a good space. So I was asking God every day, like, how do I, you know, better myself? And God was, always, God was allowing me to do things I'd never done before. So I'm like, oh, I bet. If I start eating vegan, I start feeling better. You know, the healthier the, the healthier you eat, the you know, the better you feel. So I started doing that. I started jogging in the morning, never did that before. Exercising, um, just watching a lot of um a lot of like motivation motivational videos. And you see I use my free time on unnecessary things if I'm not doing gigs. So it's like, you know, this quarantine and this whole situation experience has a lot like definitely humbled me and I learned to I learned a lot, so it definitely helped me grow as a person. To this day, I don't hate anybody that has ever, you know, crossed me the wrong way. I always wish them the best of luck because I know everything happened for a reason. We were just not meant for each other, and I just honestly low-key thank them because if it wasn't for them to show me their true colors, I wouldn't be the person who I am now. I'm so much more positive. The person they, the meme they, that, that, the meme that they knew before is not the meme that they know now. Amen. I have, I have no beef. I have no you know, bad altercation or bitterness towards anybody. Everything that has happened is in the past. It's beyond me, you know? Right. So I feel like, oh, experience always allowed me to grow as a person. That's what it is. So I told myself I want to be single, continue to be celibate. I want to focus on God and my career. I want to focus on me. I want to put me first. And 
as my mother told me, focus on you until the focus is on you. Amen. Because I've been vegetarian for about a year and a month going into two. Feeling good, haven't you? I've been, I've had my ups and downs. I'm not going to lie. I've had my ups and downs um, because I'm not fully vegan, but I've had truly have, huh? Sorry. It's hard, but I, it's just really takes a lot of discipline. It takes a lot. I remember like, you know, last summer, straight three months, I was on a grow. I was on a move of like staying healthy, you know, just exercising almost about every day, eating right, making sure I'm drinking my water. Now this summer during quarantine, I've really been laying back a lot more, but I'm trying to slowly but surely get back on my grind and hopefully get some new things popping for myself but I definitely get you on like the relationship because I I once was stuck in a situationship and you know it's not it's nothing but love at the end of the day you you probably don't like that person for a minute but I've learned like during this quarantine (laughs) just forgive and let go like actually you're only hurting yourself. I was literally watching a Medea movie and it reminds me now where it's just like, you know, you got to forgive that person. And then you also got to forgive yourself mm-hmm. because honestly speaking, all that hurt, all that pettiness sometimes is not even worth it. It's just going to hurt you in the end. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's just like that. You just got to just say, you know, thank you for the experience. And there's no more, like, there's no more space for me. I totally agree with that. Okay, so what is next after college? We done graduated, girl. What is next? Like, what are we gonna expect more from Mimi? What content we gonna see? Like, (laughs) oh, guys, honestly, well, I guess the most recent thing right now going on, I dropped my. I'm extra as usual, but I did a three part grad series, so part three is what allowed me to be late to this podcast y'all but wait pause pause drop your instagram so they can be seeing it (laughs) go ahead girl my instagram is mimi oadl that's m-i-m-i-o-a-d-d-o like add o so it's mimi oadl and um yeah y'all so i dropped my part one and each series i did a grad series so each series consists of pictures in the video so I finally dropped my video for my part one, which was supposed to be posted two days ago. So it's been pushing my pictures and videos further. But two, day, two, two days ago when I was trying to post the video, Instagram was blocking the video based due to the music. You know, you that's why like people be putting, I do not own the rights to this music because Instagram will delete your video. So, so far it hasn't been deleted. I finally been able to post. And I'm two days late though, because I wanted to post right after the day I posted my pictures. And now I'm free. So I'll be posting parts to probably like Saturday. In part three, probably on Monday, and I'm done. Rashu has been wearing me out, but maybe because I've been doing too much with these pictures, child. But <laughs> <laughs> okay, and then what else after grassroots? Um, I'll be taking a year off school. I was I was always that friend that supported my friend to go to grad school, but I know I didn't see my I just never see myself going to grad school because I am a double major. But those who don't know, I double major in IT. Oh, child. Yeah, girl, I double major in IT and computer science, so I was never um, pressed to go back. I've just been academically stressed. So after, you know, college, I'm told myself I'm going to be a full-time model. But until recently, I um, was informed by my advisor, you could go to grad school for a whole different major. So I definitely want to further my um, knowledge in fashion. So I will be, God willing, attending FIT or NYU in New York, of course. 
um, August 2021 to, to, persuade, to pursue my MBA in fashion and merchandising. Okay. That's I will end. And besides that, yeah, I'm back home in Jersey. I'm trying to save up for a year to move in New York or either in Jersey. Cause, so I'm back living with my mother. I'm going to miss my apartment so much. And, but, you know, you got to go back to humble beginnings. So y'all know, you know, not from down south too. She's from Cali. So Cali, Jersey, New York. Our pricing for housing is expensive. Uh, them prices is crazy. I, I had to tell my mother, like, listen, I, I need to stay and save. Because, I mean, at first I was so against going back home so much i was so against it but then i had to realize to myself i'm like you know it's not how you start in this world especially as an adult you getting out from college as an adult it's not how you start it's how you finish so yeah. don't always have to look at the bottom and think that this is where i'm always gonna be at no you gotta work your way back up because now that we graduated it's like you know we're not gonna be seen eye to eye you know we just we really have to start from the bottom again you really have to gotta humble yourself for real you gotta humble so, yourself we go home and we get annoyed by our family we gotta realize you know they're our family at the end of the day so we gotta get used to them because that's where we're gonna be at until we save up and have enough money to get our own apartment especially living in you know cities and states especially you you live in cali honey cali is way more expensive than new york and jersey i feel like so really? like you know, i thought new york was more expensive because them brookstone houses i think that's what they call it yeah, I mean, it's just, I don't, well, I feel like, I only say, I feel like Cali's more expensive because, you know, that's Hollywood City. Like, even though New York, New Jersey, we're known as, like, the fashion capital, so everything is pricey. Mm -hmm. I, like, I don't know, I look, you feel like Cali's more expensive. I wouldn't be surprised. Or they probably can measure, probably, yeah, probably look, like, probably because right. I, because one of the things is, if I, if my parents weren't in um, California and they were still here, I would want to go to New York. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know, New York. Um, if you ever visit, you know I'm here. <laughs> yes, definitely. Cause I have family up there. I have family um who live in Mount Vernon. Okay. So yeah, so it's just like literally I love New York. I really do love New York. So right. if I had the chance and the opportunity to go back to New York or say for instant grad school, God listen, just bless me. What good sure. time and I'm there. Like uh, I'm like, I gotta go home because as much as I love NC for school base and I met amazing people. Right. I feel like down south was it was such a great experience, but I knew what was for me was back home, Jersey and New York. And was for you, obviously you went back to Cali. Cali was back was for you, you know? Oh yeah, because you know, when I first came to America, I literally um I literally lived in Pittsburgh my like part oh. of my childhood life. And it was just a city. So right. every, when I went down to the south at like twelve thirteen, like, you know, it was it, it was it was a different climate and different environment for me but then like when I went to college I just knew I'm like I'm a city girl at heart I cannot stay here like hmm? you moved to North Carolina I moved to North Carolina around 12 13 years old and I stayed okay. in Raleigh North Carolina and then of course went to college in Winston right so, it was just more so like yo once I knew that I was like yeah it's time right I can't stay here. So luckily right. my parents moved and then I was like, okay, well I'll come and stay with y'all. So yeah, that's how it is. Period. But now, you know, we got that. We both got humble ourselves. And I know you will be able to save up and get your own place soon, which you are. Definitely. You definitely got to come out to Cali when I get that new place, Mimi. And I got you. Period. Definitely. So last question of course is what advice, you know, would you give to 
anybody, you know, as far as in now who's graduated and, you know, during this pandemic right now, like all of us are just kind of mentally taking a toll because of jobs and what we're going to do and lease ending up soon. Like we, Um, (laughs) the advice I would give, you know, upcoming high school students entering college, college students, graduating college, anybody period during this whole pandemic. Um, Take your time in everything that you do. You know, we're all moving at a weird pace. We're living the new norm. So it's like we have to adapt to this new norm, which is weird and deranged. But, you know, like I always say, which probably people are probably like, oh, my God, me. But, you know, always keep God first, which is so true. I just say, like, you cannot make your next move without God. And that's period. Like, Amen. we can't make our next move after graduating. Like, you know, to put God first. You know, sometimes we tend to say, like, you know, put God first, but we don't, you know, preach the action. Because I'm not going to lie, sometimes I go to sleep without praying. But I, I've been, you know, training myself to make sure I pray and thank God and, you know, have a heart-to-heart conversation with God before I go to bed, you know, of our next move. Because life after college is actually scary because, you know, we were, thank God we was immune to paying rent at an early age, you know, from since we moved down south. But right. you know, to be paying rent again at a higher cost of state, you know, and doing other things like, you know, this whole, we're in a whole pandemic, so it's hard to even find jobs, you know, and if, you know, you want to be a, you know, I know you, God will, you will be this big dancer and God will, I'll be this big model, but before, you know, in order to pursue, you know, our dreams, you know, you have to also invest in your dream. So investment comes with money. So it's a, it's a lot of stuff, you know, but I just, I guess the advice I would give everybody is take your time, slow, put God first and, this trust, um, this walking your purpose over popularity, like I said before. So trust God first, go with the flow, and just make sure, you know, you walk by faith and not by sight, you know, walking your purpose over popularity. Okay, well, thank you so much, Mimi, for joining us today. You know, I really appreciate it because, y'all, it's, yeah, it took a minute for me and Mimi to get it together. If it wasn't for Mimi to remind me a few weeks ago, because literally when you told me, I was like, I texted you back yep. and I was like the miscommunication <laughs> the miscommunication like for me I'm the type of person where it's like I literally can look at a message and I'm like oh I forgot no, it's okay. I definitely, I but you know I'm trying to work on that but you know thank you so much today was like so encouraging um I was you know kind of stuttering but it's okay you, you know we were still vibing <laughs> it's okay because this podcast you know i'm not it's no judgment it's all safe free zone all it's raw it's organic like it ain't it ain't no cuts to this okay everything <laughs> is straight raw <laughs> so thank you so much mimi thank all right guys um thank you for enjoying this podcast and i'll see you guys in my next episode or my